Hello and welcome back to the Ten Pain Podcast. We're here with me, Luke, and Beefham as normal. Right. We also have Sosa, but we're going to call him Jay today. That's the one. So how are we, mate? <laughs> Sound like Jay. To start yeah. off with, like, how did you get into music and that type of thing? And your like, specific type of music, because you're our first DJ we've done yeah. the show. Uh, I'll go back to the start. Like, So I was playing footy, I was telling you before, when I? I, mm. I played for Blackburn until I was like 16. And then started like that's when like festival all my mates were going to festivals and, yeah. and i was like oh this is a bit of me that <laughs> yeah. so i was like on the edge a little bit i was going to festivals on like a saturday and then having a game on a sunday <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big drinker or not i know but yeah. like i was going to fezzies to like two in the morning that my managers will kill me now if they see me they'd be fuming but <laughs> and then play a game on the weekend and then it got to the point where like i was on the tra- uh, on the like minibus used to get picked up and that Mm. So we'd have like a minibus to Blackburn every day training and I'd be on my laptop just like trying to learn how to make tunes and that. Mm. And I got to a point then where I was like, oh, what do I want to do? Yeah. And then I end up going, swerved the footy basically. Yeah. Everyone was like, you're stupid and all that, you're mad yeah. for doing that. And then I started doing that and then just cracked on. And I've had jobs and that in between, but this is like the this year's been like the proper year. Yeah. And then all this shit's happened. So <laughs> bad luck. That yeah. Way. But it's still like that's how it started. So from that, and then obviously now I'm just doing it full time now. Like, but as I said, all this has gone on. It's yeah. a nightmare. So I'll just go. Sorry. In what position was you? Strike a lot. Strike like yeah. a kaku was like <laughs> like a kaku, but ten times shitter. <laughs> and like, but a big fat ass on me used to just. Bad people out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah, it was good, lad. Yeah, I enjoyed it, like, but like even now, though, I like proper fell out of love with it, you know what I mean? Like, I was, I was in footy five, six times a week, and then just went from that to basically on my laptop five, six times yeah, a week. Yeah. But that's been like five years now. That I st- stopped playing when I was sixteen. It's like six years just non-stop on the music, you know what I mean? Yeah. How did you learn? No, I was like, because obviously, but like. Most of the interview you've done, it's been like a time music. Yeah. It's obvious how do you make it. How yeah. do you actually make them that type of music? To be fair, like YouTube, you know, like just sitting there on YouTube. Like the first, I'm not even going to lie, the first two years was just shocking. Like the music was, te- you couldn't listen to it. Yeah. It was all <laughs> shite and that, but it, I was on YouTube every night. Like till, I used to like, I was like the maddest. I used to go to bed at like five, six in the morning. Yeah. Get up at like three in the afternoon. Five, six again in the morning and I just constant just on YouTube for like two years and then obviously from there you just pick little bits up and then it's weird though because I worked in I had this like um, job in like this carpet factory in, in where I'm from speak yeah. and they used to do the carpet for like Bentley and like all the like sick cars you know what I mean yeah. and I'd been doing music for like three years before that and nothing was going on like it was just shit I was, it was just nothing was happening and then it was like I was working there and I was, it was doing my head and I hated it. So I was like, oh, fucking hell, when can I try and do something with my music? And then it just clicked, something happened, like... And then I got signed to, like, Green Velvet's label. He's, like, a, a decent DJ. Yeah. yeah. So that was, like, the first thing I'd ever done then. And that's, like, a pretty big thing for the first tune to come out on his record label. Yeah. It's, like, a big label in my kind of world. So from that then, I just thought, yeah, let's have a go. Yeah. And then I swerved my job. And then, obviously, all... And I lived in Ibiza as well for, like... That must have been Oh, it was the best. Last year, I lived there from May till start of September. Mm. Yeah. And it was just madness. That was a boss, that, like, no, living there. Sick, lad. Like, I met a few people over there. I, like, I was speaking to, like, Camel Fat, obviously from Liverpool, massive. Yeah. I was speaking to them beforehand, but then when I actually went and moved there, they were, I was with them every Tuesday when they were doing their residency in High. Yeah. 
So I was like getting to have a little taste of the bar, what like what it was like, you know what yeah. I mean? But it was good, like it, it's just like a mad experience to go somewhere for that long and see how like like through the people what it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. How often are you playing there then in like a residency? How's that work? They I haven't done one yet, but hopefully soon I can do one. But they were doing it, so they done fourteen weeks every Tuesday. Yeah. So just, but obviously they had other shows in between and I'd be for them all over. So they were like, oh, they, I don't think they come home for like three months. They were just away in America, yeah. back in IB for crazy. Living a life like that, aren't oh, they? mate, just they're on private jets and not them, they're lucky, <laughs> you know what I mean? They were just getting straight off, like from wherever, IB for going to America mm. and then like on private jets around America for the week and then come straight back to IB for play again. Mad, Jell. Um, I was, I was like, oh, I can't wait till this is me. Not like the <laughs> private jets and that. That doesn't bother me. But just fucking play until like they were. When I was there, they were like, it was like every week, non every week they played. It was non-stop queues round the block, six yeah. and a half thousand people every time. I think it was the, that was the biggest night in IB because they were on. Know what I mean? Yeah. But it was it was sick. Like they were every week. They were like swapping. So obviously you get set times. So the other Salado, they called the lad, the other lads who were on the residency with them, they're from Manchester. I know them mm. proper well as well. So they were on like they'd be on early, and then Camel Fat would be on last. Oh no, Camel Fat were on first, and then Salado were on last. But then they'd throw a little spanner in the works and both do like a back to back, so the DJ together. Yeah. And then it'd be fucking even better. Know what I mean? But it was sick, like. Yeah, basta. What's the what, what was your first? Well, I don't know. Are we calling it a gig? You call it yeah, gigs, gigs yeah, 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 you call yeah, yeah. them gigs, like, yeah. Um, first one, like, to be fair, my first gig was before, because Sosa's only, like, when did I do Sosa? I think it was, like, two years in August, next, so August coming is yeah. two years, so it's brand new still. But uh, before that, I'd done a little thing with one of my mates, uh, like a duo thing, mm. and I got a gig for these people, Power to the People, look all, it's like a decent oh, event. Awesome. Yeah, uh, done a gig with them, and then... And I left it for ages then because I went on my own. Mm. I was thinking for a name for, for months. I was like, oh, what can I call me? Because I had loads of tunes already done, know what I mean? Yeah. And I was thinking, what can I call myself? And I was going on all mad like name generators on <laughs> Google and shit. And I was like, <laughs> nothing was good. And then I was sitting in bed watching a film with my bird and she was like watching Scarface mm. and the fellas called Sosa in it. And I was like, she was like, that's a sick name, that. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'll just run with that and see how we go with that. And it's just like one of them names where in my head I wanted the name what you could say in most languages, like dead easy. Because some DJs have got names and even I, I struggle pronouncing half of them. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 they call me Sosa, so loads of people, and it kills me because it's not my name. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's, but it's at a first, have you heard of Fisher? Yeah. yeah. Crazy fucking Australian fella. Mm. First met him last year, and that's what he called me. He was like, Sosa. And, and, <laughs> and he was laughing at me all weird, and I was like, no. And he was going, sounds like sausage, you know? And I was like, <laughs> that's why people, well, people just obviously don't know how to say it properly, but it's Sosa for anyone who wants to know. And like, yeah, oh, mate, he's a wild, wild fella, him. Like, crazy. Have you, don't you just follow him on Instagram or nothing? Listen to a few of his tunes and follow him, though. Oh, mate, follow him, look. You'll you laugh your head off. He's the fun. He's got his, like, he's cut all his hair. He's just went nuts in lockdown. He's even, he's went madder and, like, he's dyed his hair. He's got, like, a member Fat Ronaldo. He used to oh, have yeah. the little thing. So he's got a Fat Ronaldo. He's dyed it all purple and he's doing, like, all these TikTok dances on on, on uh, Instagram and that. But he's, he's good stuff, lad, yeah. What's, like, the sort of the dream gig? Um, oh, it's too many. Uh, do you know what? I was gonna, 
I was in, I was meant to be in Brazil in April. That was like the first gig I've done. Like, uh, was it the first? It was the first gig I've done in South America. I think I had an American tour just after it mm-hmm. planned yeah. out. But that the Brazil one was like a proper dream one because that's like um, the venue wasn't unbelievable. Yeah, it was like a big massive glass roof. Oh, it was out like yeah. outside. It was like we're in a. It's like a club, but outside. Know what I mean? The cold yeah. open air. So. Mm-hmm. They had a big massive stage, but the stage was like it was like something out of Narnia. It was like <laughs> I had all shit that it. it was that it was mad. And I got that in and I was like, oh, that's the gig I've wanted for a while, know what I mean? But yeah. there's loads of festival. I want to play Glasto. It's like a scouse thing, in it. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, what that Glasto's probably up there with with the, the probably the one I want to do the most. Like Where was that where was it in Brazil? Uh, Sao Paulo, it was called AME. It was oh, it's like the what look, maddest gaff ever. I was like, I didn't I knew that I've there's a few places in Brazil. Yeah. But I, I've heard of this gaff before, but I'd never seen it or nothing. No. But I just knew it was a good, like the promoters were good who do the venue and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I, like because a few of the lads have played there before. So it was like, yeah, that's what I want to do as well. Because that's my, the market I want to really do stuff with is South America and like Latin America. Yeah. So like that's my music, similar to like, it's got yeah. all like Latin sounds in. Mm, so yeah. I was like, yeah. And then, but like I wanted, and it was just mad. The club's just next level. Be mad that like going like South America and America. Oh, mate, they give you like bulletproof cars and shit. That. Like the, <laughs> that's why, like obviously when so when you DJ, it'll be the same with people in bands and stuff. They get like a like it's like a rider, so they they request stuff. You no, know yeah. I mean, I don't request a bulletproof car. Like but <laughs> that, on my thing, what they sent back, they were like, "Hey, you got a bulletproof car." <laughs> And I was like, oh, is it that bad there? Not, but yeah. It's worth risking just for the clubs and that, know what I mean? Yeah. Where about in America were you meant to play as well? Yeah, so like with America, when I got my management and stuff, I have to get like a booking agent. So yeah. someone who looks after me in America and stuff like that. Mm. So I weren't expecting much because I'd only had like one song out. Like, Well, I've had a couple of songs out, but I had one big song out last summer. Yeah. So I weren't expecting much. And then he was like... One day, my manager just texted me saying, "You won't believe the gigs you've you've got over in America." Yeah, so he was like, "Having my manager works with loads of big acts as well." Yeah, and he was like, "From the people I do, I've never had this before where it's come so quick." And you've got a lad that was like, he sent a big thing over, and there was like fifteen, sixteen shows, and there was like um, one in New York with Camel Fat, uh, Elro in New York, mad, like um, Coachella do a thing called Do Lab. It's like a week before Coachella actually happens, yeah. I had that. That was just mad. It was like it was like twenty one days I was in America for, and then it was just all this kicked off right then. That's when like I was meant to be going to Brazil like a week, and then this happened, and then a week later I was meant to be in Brazil. Yeah. So when Corona happened, I was like, oh. And I thought it, to be fair, I I think with a lot of people, I thought it was going to be like a bowler where it come in for like yeah. two weeks, and then it was yeah. a big massive like media frenzy, and then after two weeks, it just everyone stopped talking about it and it went away. You know what I mean? But and this hey, is dragging down the line, like. yeah. oh this is like doing my head now though but I'm in a big massive group chat with 60 DJs like from everywhere like big, yeah. like big DJs mm-hmm. as well and everyone's like everyone's in the same boat like they're trying to like we're obviously organising protests like peaceful protests where we like they're doing one in London yeah the, the 24th this month and like that's obviously because the government aren't helping anyone either like they've only just put a thing in place now for clubs you now to support them yeah, yeah. But like for the likes of me and stuff, I'm like normal DJs and not getting left out of it. So we're not earning any money. Not that it's not the money side. It's about the saving the club life. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. we're just like we're happy that yeah, like we're happy the clubs and not have got something. 
Mm. But a lot of things are getting left out as well. That was like people aren't getting money and like stuff will shut and clubs are well shut. Mm. Like you've got Kitchen Street in town now and they've got a student block built next to the club and they're saying about the noise from the club affecting the students like, they, like where they live. <laughs> yeah. But they fucking built just a gaff next to a club. What so what do you expect? Know what I mean? It's, it should be up to the... What Kitchen Street was trying to do was they, the people who build the gaffs should put the windows in, know what I mean? So the, the sound's blocked. Yeah. And they don't want to spend the dog, so... <laughs> You know what I mean? It's going to end up shutting a decent club and because uh, Liverpool's dead for clubs, it is. And I could name three places now. What's worth going, club wise? Yeah. And you're going to lose. If you're going to lose at least one, I I think unless they get yeah. help. But it's sad. It's in London now. London's my my type of world. Yeah, it's massive down there. My music. Yeah. You've got places there what have been there for like seventy years and shit like that. And like they've been oh. there for years. No, well, not probably not seventy years, but they've been there f- for years. Yeah. Like proper historical dance music places and they're struggling, everyone's struggling. It's crazy though, but I just Boris Johnson's a gobshite. That <laughs> truthfully, that's what I'm not asked. I'd say people on my Instagram all the time say unfollow me if you don't like it because he is. Yeah. And, and people won't like this, but Joe Anderson's a gobshite as well, without getting super political. Yeah. yeah. He's he sold Liverpool out like I don't want it to go all gloomy, the podcast and that, but yeah. Like just while it's on my head, he, he's like He's called a lockdown on, and people are like losing the, the gyms and that. And bit like, have you seen a lot of the gyms now protesting and saying yeah, we're yeah. not shutting? Did you see the police saying up to so one that, today? Yeah, well, look at that Nick, isn't Nick Capo, I think his name is on Instagram. I don't, I've just started to follow him like yesterday, yeah. but he's got a gym and he's had a, a grand fine today. They've sent like seven police to a gym, armed response to, to shut yeah. the gym down. So there's a waste of money straight away. I know. Like, but like the, the the actual Liverpool skins, I've heard it's like the you know the council and stuff. Yeah, mm. they've got no money, and like I, I, I've heard that you get two pound a person. So like no, like so say when we go into lockdown, the council get money off the government. Mm. Yeah, just like obviously people are going to be going on the the dole and shit, aren't they? And like obviously, especially now, look at them kids who've got that gym. He's paying a grand. So what I watched this thing before they come here, and he he, he got a grand fine today. And then every three hours they come back and the fan goes up a grand or it doubles. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? What's the fuck? They're killing people's, like, lives. No one, like, people can't live. And it's like they want everyone on the dole, you know what I mean? It's like the 80s. I went here in the 80s, obviously, we're all too young, but I've heard horror stories of, like, Margaret Thatcher and that. And it sounds like it's done a big U-turn and it's, it's like, obviously, now... Like, it's just mad the way Liverpool's the first place to be put on a lockdown. Have you seen the stats for Nottingham and that? Oh, it's it's mad. Like, nothing to do. It's like, like, know what I mean? And we're like, it's like we're the guinea pigs first and they're going to see how we're reacting. Because obviously we're like proper, Liverpool's like a proper community place, isn't it? Where everyone's like, know what I mean? So if we're going to, if we stand for it, then obviously most places will accept the lockdown and stuff. But, like I've been affected majorly. My missus is she's got her own business, know what I mean? Yeah. She was like four months no work. I had no work. We had rent to pay. Luckily enough, I've had like where my music's like I guess sometimes like so like if I sign a tune to a decent label, they give you money, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like obviously I've had little bits and bobs, but it goes absolutely nowhere. I've took loans, like they go. I've took a loan off my business, which I got advised to do because obviously we like what income, what else? No, the government aren't helping. So I took the loan, it went went after two months, and I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do with you? It's proper scary times, isn't it? It's just crazy. I can't believe, I can't believe it's like this, me. If you would have said to me, last, even the start of this year, 
like no the end of last year if you would have said to me it's going to be like this for fucking six months I would have put it like slapped you oh. <laughs> you know what I mean I can't believe that it's like dragged on this long but more and more more stuff's coming out now and it makes you fit like it makes you you sound like a, a conspiracy theorist but it's actually all these kids who I used to like half buzz off yeah. and be like oh they're fucking crazy then yeah. they're all chatting real stuff like know what I mean like no, all the stats believe, do you? No, but like that's what I'm saying. But the the, the news the news doesn't help. Oh, no. Stop watching the news months ago. Don't no. even go on the news things on my phone anymore because I'm just fed up of seeing all stuff. The Liverpool Echo is the worst for it, believe it or not. They are like Liverpool Echo may as well work for someone in London because they just chat shit about everyone in Liverpool. And I've known what I mean. Yeah. They don't talk. They just show you what they want you to see. Yeah, but they don't show you nothing decent happening. Rarely yeah. do they, they show oh, the Batman's getting filmed in town, no one's asked. <laughs> Shot like people like know what I mean, people are losing their jobs and that, losing the fucking businesses. And they're more asked about the Batman getting filmed. It's, it's a bit of a kick I haven't even thought of it like that. It's Proper a bit of a kick in the teeth, teeth in it. it is, yeah. and everyone's like I seen someone on my Facebook, like on my personal Facebook, and they're going on like um all scousers moaning because uh, Batman's getting filmed in Liverpool and they can't go out for a bevy. I haven't heard one person say that. Not one person. Everyone's moaning at the fact people are like struggling and that. And there's 200 people standing on steps with no masks on. Uh-huh. And you can't even go and visit your nan. Know what I mean? I, that's what I'm asked about. Not that like, like I don't go, my, like, it's not like that with me. But like, there is people who can't go and sit in the Mars house because, they, you know, because you can't mix yeah. with households and that. It's fucking, it's heavy. I can't see it going anywhere though. Anytime soon, it's a problem. Like well, with the Tories and that, with them. They're all brought up on the mum and dad's estate with all the money. They're, so they can afford, can't they, not to be working. But most, well, well, I'd say 99% of people in Liverpool can't afford to go a month without working. Yeah, I know, but that's the thing. The Tories are accommodating for other Tories. So in London, they're opening the London Palladium, massive theatre. I've seen that. Oh. However many people there, because they've got masks on. But all, I've seen a picture of them all cheering, standing up. But if you go to a socially distanced rave, yeah, where you've got two metre gaps on every table, mm. Mm. And all shit like that. You can't even sit up. You can't dance. What's the like? That's why I've avoided doing them. Like, no, yeah. I'm like proper made up that people are still promoters and that are having a go. Yeah. And like trying to keep it going and that. Yeah. Because to be fair, it look, look like that is like mental. Like it, it, it helps your mental health. Mm. Going out, socialising, million percent boost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, forward, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like even doing these podcasts now, it's something for people to watch and shit like that. Closing the gyms and stopping people from going out and having a good time is is gonna look. They yeah, are look. There's a lad in Birmingham. Josh's name is does an event called Foily. A decent event in Birmingham. Killed himself two days ago. He's got a a young kid. Know what I mean? He's mm. only young lad. He's a promoter. Yeah. Like his his events doing well. He had an event, and then kill and like passed away. Know what I mean? And like this is down to all this. Yeah. Like people can loads of restrictions. Imagine you putting an event on trying to break even or actually earn a little bit of money and they're saying you can't coming out with all new rules, you can't get up and dance. You know, just all bollocks and you're like pack it in now. Because people are it's people are suffering mentally as well. It's one of them minutes it's like it's just it's just a hard situation in general, isn't it? It's but it's mad. I made up a company like even like now where stuff's kicking off because I've had loads of shit on my mind where I've been like I speak to people about it, but even that group chat with all the DJs, they're all from, like, most of them are from, no, not from here, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So their, their, their stuff's different. Like, obviously, they're not in a, and not, like, a lockdown, like, Liverpool now. Mm. And, like, I was just, like, they don't, like, they understand, obviously, but 
when I, I've just joined a group of like a WhatsApp with kid like the club owners from Liverpool and stuff like that, yeah. mm. and like it's a bit more they know what's going on more you yeah. know what I mean so it's easier to like get and we're just every and every day sort of news in the group chat and you're like fucking hell how is it going like this and it's just like I can't believe half the stuff I did it's like watching a film that's what it feels like to me like I, I, I think in my opinion now with the clubs and stuff they even need to do something about it they need to support people or illegal raves are just going to start happening which they are anyway they're going to come back like million percent yeah, that's the, they're not going to stop music that's what the, I think that's like they're not asked. they go grouse something and that so they don't give a fuck about a club yeah they're, they're, in my eyes what they're trying to do is they're going to just run the clubs dry no one's earning any money they're going to cut all the furlough off anyway which they have yeah. they've announced a little package now where they're going to pay 67% of people like mm. you know like pay businesses yeah. so like a furlough but what, what, what about the other percentage of the money that they can't... Where are they going to get that from, know what I mean? So, they've come up with that. And, like, the, they're trying to run them dry then. So that them them clubs are just going to go bust. And they're, all their rich mates and all that are going to just buy the, all the banks and all shit. They'll just buy the property and just knock them down and build flat like they're doing all over Liverpool and all over everywhere. In Germany now, yeah, you can't build a flat next... If you build a flat next to a, a club, that club's got, like, the right, know what I mean, to be there. Yeah, like, yeah. That's how it should be. The fucking places where people go. I've seen how much dough it brings into the economy. No. But clubs alone, like dance music and that, it's like 5.5 billion, yeah. And the whole entertainment, hospitality industry is like 66 billion. That's that's fucking loads of dough. Yeah, that. It's yeah, like yeah. the fifth biggest sector. And they're not asked. They don't. It's like they don't, they don't care, you know what I mean? But as yeah. I said, they don't care because they don't go out. They're all stiff. Yeah. Just go grouse hunting with the mates and that. <laughs> Karaoke bars every now and then. They're lucky. That's all they do. They're not like normal people, like people like nine to five workers who go and work and that's their blow off at the end of the week, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Going out and having a socialise and that. Even the pubs and that, it's disgusting, shutting the pubs. Like, obviously, like they're saying, if they had scientific evidence to back it up, they, they haven't though. They, they, like, it's, it, 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 like, hospitality is 5% of the whole, like, spread of corona, yeah. which is fuck all in my eyes. Well, 5% is nothing. In it yeah. compared yeah. to like obviously they're not going to shut schools and that but schools are like 35% yeah so how would they shut and something what's 5% it's, it's and not it's not justified is it no me. even gyms though the gyms this is like I'm not even a gym guy will look at the kid in me here but <laughs> like gyms obviously why are they shutting gyms it helps people people go there and blow off steam if they can't go out so people go to the gym anyway to go for your mental health that's what I'm again, saying though. so why are they shutting that shutting the gyms and all that but like keeping Mackies open and that. That's what I think. Know what I mean? No, why yeah. are they keeping all that shit open and that? And if the dad asked about your elf, why is smoking allowed? Why are you allowed? Know what I mean? Why can't? Like, do you get me? Like it's just yeah, madness. Yeah, yeah. It's like fucking. It's like they want to get people down so much. Know what I mean? Where yeah. they, there's nothing they can do then. And then it's just it's burning my head out now. I'm fed up with it. For me, it's one of them. No, do you know what he says? We need to get to this like number. Yeah, before and something then, happens. But there's no targets. No, it just cha- it changes though. They were like, it's something. It's like an it is a, there's a number, and they're like, we need to get it below one. But when it gets below one, what what then? Because exactly. they're not gonna. This Boris Johnson went on the fucking news the other day and was like, this could go on till October, and I'm like, why though? There's a look at Sweden and that. I know everyone goes on about it and that. You see people talking about Sweden and that. But lad, they've, they've kept open. No social distancing. Don't wear masks. Mm. And they're sweet. Know what I mean? That's what I don't mm. get. That's what baffling me. And if there's this um, 
couple of weeks ago there was this thing that I seen in the paper and I um, well on on my phone and it was like a big committee of scientists and doctors and that it's like seven thousand and they all went to the government and they like they said look this is what we can do and this could like what we should do is like end the lockdown because it's mm. it's doing no good anyway it's not working end the lockdown and protect the elderly and vulnerable which and let every all the, all the normal people the rest of the people mm. go back to living how they was back to yeah. normal which I think's right if fair like it's it's sad to say like they should be like the old older people like elderly like obviously vulnerable people should be like put aside but people like if there's nothing wrong with you in my eyes if you, if you feel like you want to go out and live your life then I think you should that's your choice yeah and I think the, the rest of the if you're scared of it don't go out or yeah. you know what I mean like that simple as I in my eyes you can't just have like what's the point in locking everyone down when it's like got a like there's a 0.05% chance you'll get sick yeah what's the point in locking everyone away you know what I mean I don't get it me it's weird, isn't it? It's one of them, no, it is. We're just going to drive things underground, like music, and it's just... Then, look, I've got videos on my phone of illegal raves in London, and they look they look sick, you know what I mean? <laughs> and look, I'll be the first to say, and I promise you now, big DJs will follow suit. If I get asked to do an illegal rave in a couple of months, and it's like this now, still shit, I promise you now I'll be doing them. And I, I won't give a fuck, even if they find me and that. I'm not asked because... That's what I like doing, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, there's thousands of people who would happily go, no matter what. Obviously, they've got to be done right, like, obviously, security, because that's what the London ones have all got security still. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, it, it like, all that knife, knife shit and that gets put to bed straight away when you've got security yeah. and that. So, as long as they've... So if, I, if I get offered to do and it's got security and it's run properly, I'll be playing. And it's not for fuck off to the government. So, I'm not... <laughs> no, that's the truth, though. Like... I'm not anti-government until like I'm not even anti-government anyway. I'm anti-Tory. Like yeah. I don't know what Labour. Like I'm like obviously round here. It's Labour, isn't it? Yeah. Like I'm, I don't want to get into too much like politics and parties and shit. But the way the Tories are being now is like next level. Like the the, the targeting. I think the targeting. I'm not going to say the targeting Labour areas, but when you look at the stats and shit, like I've had major trouble on Twitter where I've been out. Like I've been putting stuff up and I've had like just I've had Tories just commenting on all my stuff <laughs> and they're like oh can you say this it's densely populated Liverpool that's why but so is London yeah, so man. why isn't there all heavy restrictions there look on Nottingham but when I read about Nottingham it said something about the Tory party you've got like eight seats in Nottingham and there's only two Labour mm. so obviously why isn't known what I mean people are blaming students and that yeah but like imagine you were a student yeah and like, oh, did you see all the shit yesterday with the students though? Yeah. And they're just like, oh, nah. that's bollocks, that. They didn't have yeah. to do that. Especially when stuff's getting put in place now where there's marches and stuff. Yeah. So like done properly. Because that's, that, in my eyes, that's playing into their hands. The echo oh, swooped them exactly it up. What they want. Yeah, echo swooped oh, it I up. I am a student and I just think... Why though? Like, yeah, but, like... you, but these, in, like, I've watched the video and half them kids aren't even from Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And I don't even care if it offends anyone, they're not. So yeah. them kids are coming here, obviously that and that, but people are lapping that up. The echo swooped on it straight away. Joe Anderson's like, oh, this is why we're in a lockdown. This is I made the right decision. Yeah. But these kids aren't from Liverpool, and the, the majority of people from Liverpool are trying to do it the proper way. Not everyone's ref in my, I've seen major people, yeah, recently, where ref refusing, saying, I don't stand for. I'm not going to stand for this. Because mm. it's like, like my, my dad and I was like, this is like the 80s, this Thatcher was like this, trying to make Liverpool a shithole. Know what I mean? Everyone yeah. on the dole. So they're the only people like, and when you're on the dole, it's the government giving you money, innit? 
Yeah. It's like they yeah. want everyone on the dole. They don't want to give anyone money, but they'll happily give them dough on the dole. Yeah. Know what I mean? Instead of keeping them in a job. Like, even me, self-employed, I haven't had a bean off them. Yeah. Like, know what I mean? They're not helping people try and stay in jobs. Basically, have you seen all the shit with that Rishi Sunak where he's like, retraining train and there's that girl with the ballet stuff on and all that. <laughs> Mate, oh, the clowns, I swear. I can't wait for... Like, this is what I've... I watched the thing with Fatboy Slim the other day and he's like... He's like quite political anyway. And he was like... Um, why didn't they ask the bankers to retrain in 2008 when the, when the economy collapsed? Mm, and to get bailed out. Exactly. They bailed them out. So why aren't they doing the same for small businesses? And like, know what I mean? They're getting Amazon and stuff like proper companies not paying a penny tax. But yeah. Do you get what I mean? And they're not yeah. asked. But the minute, like, do you know if you never paid your tax bill, you'd have a letter through your door two months later saying overdue, getting threatened with court and all shit like that. But if, you, if you're a fucking big, massive, multi-billion pound company like Amazon, then they're not asked. Because they've got power, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. And Money, isn't it? Exa- that's it. Money talks, doesn't it? But all this now, it's proper sad. I think it's proper sad. I see people, I've seen people crying on Instagram and that. Don't know yeah. with the businesses, know what yeah. I mean. Don't know what the, whether they're coming or going. Imagine like having all people working for you and you can't. I'm lucky. I don't have anyone working for me. But like the, these companies and that who've got people working for them, like small businesses, and they can't even fucking don't know whether they can pay them. Yeah, that must be horrible for like a small business. Say if you have like five to ten staff, you've known them for years. Any staff, and innit? you're sort of like you're laying like them a little off. family, aren't you? Yeah. And then that's what you I'm saying. Mean. But it's any staff, even if you had two people, one person who yeah. relied on your money to feed the kids or pay, you know, like to fucking pay, put a roof over their head. Mm. Imagine like one day, just like someone going, "Oh yeah, that's all stopping now." And then you go on the doll, which I think that's what they want you to do. And then you're like stuck there and you don't know what, like, know what I mean? Yeah. They're going on like there's loads of jobs. I don't reckon there is. Where? Because there's still people homeless and that. But they're talking about this COVID Marshall job. Have you seen it? 30 grand a year they're on. Give them, <laughs> go round, go and find homeless people off the streets, yeah. Mm. Give them that job. They're on the streets 24-7. So, so they're not doing nothing else anyway. Give them a job. Like COVID Marshall. Yeah. Walking around the streets checking people aren't fucking doing whatever. Obviously, I don't want that to ever even come to that. But if it comes to that, yeah. give them the job, get them off the street for one, and give them. Know what I mean? Instead of giving them to all people who like people who have got jobs and that anyway, because that's what's going to happen. They're going to just promote people yeah. or give other like. Know what I mean? And that's in my opinion, that's one way to tackle homelessness as well. They bring if they're going to bring all sorts of jobs out for the government, like with all this Corona shit. Mm. Give them to people who fucking like like homeless and that. Yeah. Like, know what I mean? Yeah. You don't care though. Do they fucking like right? that? For, yeah, they're not asked. That's what I'm saying. But if it, it like it's infuriating. No, I it, sometimes it boils my blood. I'm sitting there on my phone. I've had, like there's been times this week I've had to just fuck my phone off because <laughs> I'm sitting there what reading things and I'm like, how is this even happening? How is this real? Oh. How how is this even happening to people? Like obviously it's affected all people we know though. That's the worst thing. It's proper close to home. Sometimes you hear of stuff. And it doesn't really affect you. It's bad, but yeah. it doesn't affect you because it, you can't re- like relate to it. Yeah, it's no way like and then fucking hell, it's on your doorstep now. Everyone's flapping over that at when they're gonna pay the rent and that. Um, Madness. People like people I know, people we know, like my families, people like that. They've lost their jobs because of it and stuff. So it's like that's what it's affecting everyone. Even as user mm-hmm. students, though, you user paying for a uni and you're no. just getting taught on a, on a computer yeah, only once a week no. all going sure. once a week and that what's that all about like I just it's, it baffles me but they're happy taking your nine grand a year though you know. know what I mean it's not like they don't give you a little fucking do you know what we'll split that this year and we'll give you like half back because you just can't come in because listen I, I couldn't I'd like I'd done all courses on the internet and that and 
I'd watch them for 10 minutes and think, fuck that. Yeah, I don't know. So I'll usually listen to people like lecturers on the thing and that. Last me 10 minutes, that, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, should we move back to the music? Yeah, yeah. let's fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bit deep there, didn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, obviously, like, positive from lockdown, maybe. Have you been, like, a lot, had a lot of creative time and that type of thing? Yeah, like, to be fair... The only decent thing about lockdown for, for like the likes of me and a lot of other DJs and producers is being in the studio constantly. Even the big DJs come off at and that. Obviously, everyone's sick of it now, just want to be in clubs, but yeah. they've probably made loads more music, especially when you're touring and stuff like that. I haven't got to do that yet. I feel a bit thingy, but they, I, obviously, from what they've told me, they're on the road constantly, so they don't really have that much time making music, know what I mean? Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, obviously now I've I've been sent so many the best tunes I've heard probably since I started DJing have all been made now the, I know the best tunes I've made have been the lockdown yeah easily but like that's good and the only positive as well is I've done tunes with people who I wouldn't think I was going to do tunes with and it probably is because they're not as busy yeah and they speak you can speak to yeah. them a lot more know what I mean and like get shit going and but loads of stuff like making tunes with people has happened like this is the most that's happened know what I mean yeah yeah like all my next year probably all the tunes I bring out probably going to be half of it's probably going to be with other people how I've many got, is it like around about that you've been what I've, what I've made on my own or just in general like during like, lockdown since lockdown yeah oh mate it's about I reckon about 40 tunes like really yeah sometimes I can knock them out in like an hour and shit yeah. like that but then obviously mm. when you're doing tunes with people like I've got one with Calvin Harris like he's Madness, done a new f- mad yeah, like, crazy, maddest that. thing ever <laughs> Little fucking scruffy kid from Sweden. Mad, like, lad, I've looked, he was like the person. Like, I think for a lot of people, even if you don't DJ and shit, he's like, everyone knows him. Yeah. He's had like 20 bangers on the day. No, like, just, he's like, yeah. he just knocks number ones mainstream, out. Yeah. yeah. But he's done this thing now. Obviously, when he started, he weren't, he weren't like that. He weren't mainstream. He's like me now. And then in the 90s and shit, when that rave was massive. Yeah. And then obviously, he's done whatever he's done as Calvin Harris, but he started, what, he started this thing called Love Regenerator. It's like a ni- it's like yeah, it's like a nineties yeah. type of rave uh, alias, know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And um I can't remember what happened. He followed me on Insta or something. And I was like, fucking hell, Calvin Harris just followed me there, <laughs> made up and that broke me bed up, look who's just followed me, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then um I just thought fucking I'm gonna message him. So I messaged him saying, What's happening? Um send you some tunes and that. and he was like yeah mate send them he was sound as fuck straight away yeah. send them over and all that sending them 10 minutes later I had another message mate what these are sick what are you doing with <laughs> and that, that, he was like what are you doing with this song and it was called um, oh, I can't even remember what it's called now it's a different name from what we've called it now you know what I mean yeah. but oh don't stop it's called so he was like what are you doing with don't stop and I was like fucking hell I was and I made this tune two years ago I thought it was shit I just put it in because I thought I'll just bang it in yeah and he was like, what are you doing with that? And I was like, fuck, I haven't even showed anyone because no one's even heard it. It was just yeah. like what I'd made. And he was like, oh, can I jump on that? He was like asking me, can he jump on a tune with me? Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's trying not to be too eager. And I fucking jumped on my laptop, sent him yeah. the stuff after like two minutes. <laughs> to be fair, but he's dead, he's dead like, like he he's dead communicate, like his communications boss. So he lives in LA, but yeah. he, he, he was messaging me straight away. And like, we finished the tune after like a week. Which yeah. is sometimes I'm making tunes with people and it takes a year. Yeah. You now, because yeah. you're like back and forth, gets mm. a bit boring as well because you fucking listen to it a million times. But mm. he was proper, he was proper good. Like, and I've, I've done another, I've done like, a, I've done one with him that's virtually finished and that. But I've started another one with him. So that's going to be the two tunes. But it's been long 
like it has took a, bit, a while to get the second one going, but just shit like that, just doing tunes and that with them, and I'm like, wow, I yeah, used to like watch them on MTV and that, yeah. no, like on the telly, and I'm like, wow, it's crazy, but it's weird though, you know, because it's like at the st- like, there's loads of stuff happen where I've I've been like madly made up, like even when that happened, I was like, oh my god, I couldn't sleep on that. Yeah. I was like, wow, and then the next day, it's like it's like it's not. It's like every time something happens, you get a bit not used to it, but you start getting like, know what I mean, a yeah, bit more yeah. comfortable. Because like I was flapping, even messaging him, I was like, sure, how do we talk to him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's fucking cool as fuck. That's what you find with after DJs as well. You forget that they're like normal people and that, yeah. and like know what I mean. They're just like us and that mm. because you see them on the telly or on the fe- on stages of festivals, and there's like fifty thousand people watching them. Obviously, whatever how many thousand, you're like shit, fucking hell. The famous aren't they? And you flat, yeah. but they're just normal. It's like the social media, isn't it? It's an illusion. Yeah, really, it is. Yeah, it? Like, yeah. but uh, like, like that's it's mad because social media is like the biggest thing, and and uh, but, but like producing and shit, like DJing. Mm. It's mad because you can like I know people who get tunes made for them, mm. and like, but the but the tunes that are getting made for them, if they never if they weren't good on social media, they wouldn't do fuck all. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a massive part in this world now. Is social media? Mm. It's the same with business. It's like with this, isn't it? No one know we were if you didn't have Insta. If you didn't have Insta or not, yeah. how far do you get people like buy looks someone searching you on YouTube or something? Yeah, doesn't know what I mean. But it's like I think that's the probably the biggest tool now for any like even like like Joe and uh, like from the Rats and that. Yeah, Jamie. If Jamie never had all them people videoing him singing all the cop tunes and shit like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it pushes you on and pushes you on, and like. Mm. When I lived in Ibiza, putting videos up and shit like that, people start looking at you down and thinking, yeah. fucking hell, he's having a good go. Yeah. Know what I mean? Have you ever done circus and that in Liverpool? Yeah, I played um, circus. Like, that was mad as well, because that's like I've been going to circus for years. Yeah. And like, it was the camel fat lads, because obviously after Ibiza, I was like pretty close with them. Yeah. I used to text them and that. And um, they were like, pushing me a little bit as in like getting me on a couple of their events and stuff like that I've been I had like the maddest weekend I'll tell you about this with circus yeah so like the camels were like yeah we'll get you on circus and all that so I was like fucking hell is right <laughs> and then it was my 22nd birthday weekend that was that weekend yeah. with circus and they end up getting me on another gig in Bristol so like they were like how are you getting to Bristol because Bristol was on the Friday and circus was on the Saturday yeah. A fair way away as well, Bristol. Oh, mate, it's like four hour drive. So I was like, how am I even getting to Bristol? <laughs> I was thinking, do a drive or like, I didn't even know if you could get a train to Bristol. So yeah. I was like, shit. And then Dave from the Camels was texting me, like, we were in like a little group chat and he was like, seriously contemplating getting a jet here, you know? And I was like, I fucking jet. I said, I'm getting paid about 400 quid and you're talking about jets. And he was like, Listen, it sounds daft, but the proper convenient because we need to be back in Liverpool by like 11 o'clock in the morning. So mm. it means playing, getting to Bristol, playing and coming home that night, know what I mean? To be yeah. home first, like mm. to be home before the morning. So I was like, oh, and then my girlfriend was like, just do it, you shitbag. You know what I mean? She was like, it's your birthday weekend and all that. So I was like, oh, fuck it. So we ended up getting on a private jet and it was like the maddest thing ever. <laughs> But it was my birthday weekend, so I was like, I'd, like if it, even if it doesn't happen again, at least I've had a, like a go. And yeah. it was like, it was just weird. Like, so we flew from speak, and I've lived in a little council house all my life, know what I mean? And I was just flying, and I was like to the boys, look, there's my house I, I live in, and that yeah. there, just a little council house, and I'm on a fucking private jet, know what I mean? And like, it was mad. You go up, and like, Bristol's half an hour on a plane. So it was like, I was only on it for an hour. I was yeah. fucking gutted. I didn't want to get off. <laughs> so I went up, and we come straight down, and I was like, fucking hell, is that it? I wanted to stay on it. 
or it was if that was like a proper sick experience that and then obviously come on the next day played circus and like i walked into circus so i was on second they had like this lad chris's name is chris mcgee he plays first for them he, he does it a lot for them like he's a proper he's a sick dj but he's like is like specialities warming the place up, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So Bramley Moors, like fucking two and a half thousand people. I've walked in ready like ten minutes before, like twenty minutes before me set. There was like ten people in there. I was like, oh, because mm. I've seen, I've been to circus and I, I go when it's like free, free in the afternoon and like it's rammed. Know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So to see it like at one o'clock and it's no one there, I was like, fucking hell, please, people turn up and that. Yeah. Ten minutes before me set, rammed, and I was like, yeah. lovely. It was full to the brim. And I was like, fucking hell. And that's like the first proper gig I've done where there's bit of, like loads of people know what I mean. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was shitting myself. I was fucking down on bevies and I don't even drink. I was half pissed before I even went on because yeah. I was like, fucking nerves were going. And then once you play, it's weird though, every DJ will tell you once you press play and you play the first tune, you're sweet. Like it's mad, your nerves going, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're not, you're not really arsed them. But the first like five minutes and that, you're like flapping. Know what I mean? Sweating yeah. like fucking that. But after that, it's sweet and it was a sick. After that, it was even better because when I played, obviously the, the lads who were on, the camels were on, but the few of the other DJs and mates with anyway. Yeah. So I was seeing all them and then I went down and it's just like Liverpool. Like the good thing about me is with Liverpool, loads of people like, like you know when you're there stuff and people get like not jealous obviously, but people secretly hate. Know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I've never had that. And I've never had anyone be audible with me or. Like, you know, make me feel a bit of a cunt yeah. or not, and like that. They've always been proper sound. And like, I've had people, met, I've been to gigs, I've played gigs in Newcastle and stuff, and there's been like three scousers there. <laughs> and I'm like, how are you even here? Newcastle. <laughs> but like, that's the good. And like, I went in the crowd after obviously all my mates, my me, me girlfriend was there, like, all my mates were there. And I was just walking through the crowd, and everyone was just like made up and that. And I was yeah. like, fucking, it's bossed over it. Like, this is what I mean about Liverpool. It's like, they're close together. Yeah. So all this shit won't, like, if we all stick up for each other and that. This will all get fucked off, know what I mean? I yeah. think. But yeah, that's it. That was a sick weekend, that private jet, isn't it? How long has that been going for, Circus? Because, like, I'd say. Yes, lad. It's bit, I know that, that in that group chat, Yusuf, who runs Circus, is in it. And pff, that's been gone forever. That. I reckon I think it's about 10 years, you know? Really, yeah. I think so. Might even be more, but it's like that's yeah. like the big, in my opinion, anyway. That's like the split big thing in Liverpool. Obviously, you've got cream fields and stuff. Yeah. But cream, the club went. Circus was going anyway, so Circus like half Circus was massive anyway, but Circus took the took over basically, and that's yeah. like the big thing in Liverpool. Like I've, I'm doing my own events and stuff when this fucks off. Yeah. But I'll always happily say yeah to play for Circus because yeah. it is a boss. They run it boss and that. It's funny that Circus like you know when you check Twitter or Snapchat or Instagram after. Oh, all the videos. Oh, yeah, all the mad videos. It, it's just you can't avoid it. It's it's big it's big that ones as in like people come from everywhere for that so yeah. you'll you'll bump into people like I bumped into loads of people where they're from people have come from London and Newcastle no like just from everywhere yeah, yeah. But that's like the that's why that's good because it's bringing people to Liverpool as well obviously yeah, to see yeah. everything know what I mean nah, I've never been me like but what's it... a circus nah, nah oh, right. haven't you nah just need to have you just been to a proper raven nah, nah we're born nah, nah, genuinely <laughs> no yeah but listen it's the best thing you'll do you know if you go with a decent group of people yeah like you could go on your own and have a fucking boss time you know what I mean <laughs> so I've been to gigs and been on, on my own 
yeah. and I've just absolutely like come off the deck sweating like fucking that. Yeah. And there's just all people who you don't know and they're just like made up with you and you just end up with them. No, I've yeah. been in after parties on my own, never met these people in my life and I'm, and I'm in there like fucking tiny flat <laughs> from 20, 30 people, everyone sweating <laughs> on each other. But that's what I miss about this, to be honest, all this stuff now. It's like you can't do all that. You yeah. can't, know what I mean? Obviously you can go to the odd like apartments or whatever. Yeah. But you're not meant to, but people do. Yeah. But like, you can't, it's not like, it's not the same. That's why I've avoided doing anything because I didn't, I don't want to, obviously it's getting to the point now where I will do stuff. Mm. Like obviously I want to get out and get on the decks and that. Yeah. But like, I just want to, I just want to go back to normal. It's pissing me off now. Do you reckon like um, you might end up doing like some abroad or something, you know, for the countries like, and in a better condition so wasn't they have like, yeah, like, like the facilities to be able to put them on. I reckon a load of musicians will end up like. But this is this is yeah. the debate. Loads of people are having whether they're going to move away next year. It's yeah. hard to just pick you like, like obviously not permanently, but it's like people are, like normal jobs. People work away, don't they, from home? Yeah. yeah. So people are like discussing now: is it worth us moving somewhere next year where the restrictions are less and we can have a prop, like we can do we can work yes, and earn some money? Obviously, because fucking hell, as much as people think. Like DJing and that, it, it's a it is a business. Yeah, you still need to earn your fucking bread. Know what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah. you you still want to like normal jobs. You would you'd expect paying as well, obviously. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like, it's just like people are saying, let's move away and work up from uh, like abroad. But it's hard when you've got like an house and shit like that. Know what I mean? Yeah. But this is the thing with now that the, you know, like the restrictions are flying and quarantining. Say yeah. if say like. Because I know, like, loads of people now, like, lo- there was a few DJs I speak to, they were playing in Italy a couple of months ago. Yeah. Like, like two months ago, Italy opened back up because Italy was, like, one of the worst hit, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. And then they just, and I was, I couldn't believe it. They opened this club and it was, like, this sick club in Italy. They had all sick people on and it was, like, no social distancing, proper back to normal. Mm. Oh, it was rammed, 2,000 people, massive sick. And then uh, they were playing there and then, but then, they come home and have to quarantine for two weeks. And, like, not even that, but if you was planning on working abroad, say, like, abroad was opening up, yeah, like, restrictions were less and stuff like that, and you were flying abroad to work, you'd come yeah. home and have to quarantine for two weeks, so you couldn't mm. work for two weeks. So every time you went and done a gig abroad, you'd have to come home and quarantine for two weeks. So, like, unless the laws, like, not the laws, but whatever it is over yeah. the years, like, chills out a bit, yeah, and you can fly to and from, I don't think people will move, like, go abroad. Because it'll just be a nightmare. You'll be earning money one week. I don't know. I probably would, though, to be fair. Yeah. I'd do it. I think rats are doing one, aren't they? Yeah, Sweden. They're doing one in Sweden. Gothenburg in Sweden, yeah. And apparently, yeah. like, 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 soon. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like is it next month? I, I don't know. I've seen it on Instagram. Like. I think I've seen them put that, you know. Yeah. She put that. Yeah. Listen, if I got offered the gig abroad, now I'd go. I wouldn't be on my ass about quarantine. And if I have to do it, I have to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a load of bollocks anyway. It doesn't. What's the. Like I don't get it. I don't. Get, I don't even get that. I went to IB for a month, like a couple of weeks ago. Come home after quarantine for two weeks, and I was like, "Why?" Like, obviously, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. But if if you if you have if you've come home and you've got no sim, obviously you can have no symptoms and stuff. But like, what's the point in all that? For, for no, I don't get it. it. Just baffles me all this now. Even some of the stuff they say and now just burns me. I doubt to think fucking turn it in, will you know? It's getting to the point though where people are fed up now. Like, yeah. don't want to talk about it again, but people are fed up, aren't they? Like, sick of seeing it on the news. Sick of like all that shit with the deaths and that. The mm. way they stopped talking about the deaths and now it's just all cases. No. Just, just the proper mad madness. But skip that anyway. Let's fuck that yeah. off now. 
So we have you got any um, like new music coming out or anything soon? Um, yeah, I've got a song out on Friday on this label, Solid Grooves. It's like the be- like in my opinion, it's probably the best label, like my type of music. Yeah. I've been trying to get on it for years. I know yeah. the fella who runs it, Michael Beebe, his name is. And I've uh, been hounding him for years and, <laughs> and like he's just not having it. And then he took this tune, like so I've got that on Friday. And then I've got like a, probably the best tune I reckon I've made. That's coming out on Ministry of Sound on the 19th of November. I think my birthday, yeah, the 19th of November, I think that's yeah. coming out. So there's a couple. And then I think... Oh, yeah, and then I do me... I've got my own label now. I haven't even spoken about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, started my own label, Coco, which will be doing parties and stuff as well in Liverpool. Yeah. But um, I brought my first tune out on that last month. The sax, it was called, it done well as well. Done, like, number eight in the charts and stuff yeah. like that. I had the number one as well off it, like like number one EP it's called. So when yeah, you make yeah. a tune, it's like an EP, it's similar to like many albums what they do yeah, in yeah, yeah. bands and that. But um, so I've got my own label, Coco. I've got a tune coming out from me in December. But I've got these Brazilian kids on who are bringing tunes out. So if anyone's listening who wants to have a little listen, these two kids from Brazil are next level. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're bringing tunes out on the label in October as well. What are they called? Classmatic, uh, his name is one of them, and one of them's called Fiat. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> but uh, that's what I want to do with the label as well. I want to get people in who, like, I'm not really asked about people who are already, like, obviously, I want good people on my label. So I want yeah. proper, like, established DJs, producers, people like that, big people. But I want to get people in who no one's heard of. And, uh, like, if I like the tunes, then I'll put, if I like the tunes, I'll put them out on my label. Yeah. You know, if, I play, if I'd play them, I'd put them out. But I've got mates in that who make music as well, who, yeah. who like, they're on me now, and they're my good mates who make music, but, yeah. I, but they send me stuff, and I say sometimes if it's shit, I'll go, they're like, what do you reckon on this for the label? And I'll say, I'll go, lad, it's, that's shite, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I think that's the best way to be, because I never had that when I started. I'd never really had mates who made music. Yeah. Yeah. So when I'd send them to people, normal people, they'd be like, that's sick, because they're not arsed, basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when yeah. like my mates now, they know that I'm not being audible. If I'd want them to tell me if something shite, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like I say, that's shite. I'm not, like, when they get something good, if it's decent, I'll mm. I'll put it out on my label. But it's the same with me events and that, though. Like, obviously, I want to put my mates on and yeah. stuff like that. So I want, like, even Liverpool now, Liverpool's massive musically. Like, yeah. co- proper up-and-coming town. Mm. Like, it's like, the UK's, that's what I'm, like, the UK's huge for music at the minute, like, people fly over from abroad to go to parties in London and shit like and yeah. even over here yeah and like I want to do that with people from Liverpool as well but mm. like there's that many kids doing it now as well which it's sick because like even when I started five years ago mm. it was it was like half unheard of you know what I mean yeah and like even now I think more like older people like as in like mums and dads understand that it can actually be a yeah. job because yeah. like I had my dad I played footy and he was the first one. You're a gobshite, why are you doing that? <laughs> know what I mean? He didn't yeah. understand. He obviously knew I liked music and stuff, but like I've always lived with like my nan. So I've like, my family's tiny. It's me, me nan. And like, well, it was me nan, me nan passed away, but it was me, me nan, me dad, and me two sisters. That was it. Yeah. yeah. So like, they were all calling me every gobshite under the sun. You're fucking stupid, you for doing that. <laughs> my nan was the worst. She, she was like, I, I used to sit in my bedroom on top of the living room, speakers on full whack, making tunes. Yeah. She used to fucking bolt up the stairs, fucking turn it down. <laughs> but like, they were the first to tell me that, like, come on, what are you doing? You're just sitting in your room, fucking yeah. all day and night on your laptop, not realizing. And like, to be fair, it was me. My girlfriend, her family's massive. So it's total opposite of my family. 
the, like everyone's dead close, big massive family. So they were all supportive and like yeah. go go for it. Know what I mean? Yeah. And like even without me missus, like I probably wouldn't even do music without me missus. Like she's proper egged me on to do stuff. Like there's been times like when I started, I that like basically swerved my job. Didn't I, didn't know what I was gonna do. Yeah. And I was like, I've got no money. Like no shit. Like I've got yeah. nothing. Yeah. I mean, my missus was like her business. Like she worked proper hard. Does like thirteen hour days and that. Mm. And she was like, I've like lent like three grand off her to, yeah. to start buying shit for the yeah. studio. And like without all that, probably wouldn't have fucking done it. I probably would have like obviously, would you when people's dads and that tell them they're doing the wrong thing, they probably listen. Some like most yeah. people do listen. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck that. I'm gonna do it until until I know that I can't do it. And then obviously now my dad's the first person who's mate phones me every day. Oh, fucking look at that on your Instagram and all that. Like he's like my biggest yeah. fan, know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously without like my bird's mum and all their family and that egging me on, I probably would have swerved it. But now I think mums and dads are more, yeah, you know, the same other kids do well from yeah. Liverpool as well. Yeah. Even with the bands and that. No fully full fact. People's mars and dars have been like, fuck that, what are you doing with yourself? Know what I mean? Go and get a proper job, because that's always my half I used to say to me. Yeah. Go and get a job, you're sitting in your room and your undies on your laptop like that fucking all day. Yeah. Like not coming out of your bedroom. And like obviously now it's my job and he's he's over the moon for me that I'm yeah. doing something I love. But there is people like who like will tell people not to do it, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now like obviously everyone's people are adapting to it and, and they know that you can earn a good living off it because you yeah. can. The money's in the gigs, obviously. That's why everyone's like, that's where you get your money off it. Basically, yeah. it is. No one really earns that much money off music anymore, which is shit. But, yeah. but like, that's why I think mums and like people who get like obviously, people listen to the mums and that. I yeah. do anyway over stuff, but I just I was that passionate. I knew like I'm gonna fucking do this now. Yeah. In my head, it's mad. In my head, I knew, because I, I probably could have done footy. I probably even if I might not have played for like somewhere in the prem. Yeah. I probably could have played somewhere like, I don't know, whatever. Could have played the lower league, whatever. Yeah. And I just knew in my head that I wanted to do this, know what I mean? So, like, just fucking battered on and done it. And obviously I'm made up now that I'm getting to, like, properly do it. Yeah. But, yeah, just, that's what I mean. Like, now I don't think more people are more lenient. That's why kids are doing it. I think that's why kids are doing it more as well. Because yeah. they're yeah. seeing how easy it can, Not how easy it can be, because it's, it's proper graft. Yeah. But they're seeing, like, like you can... You can go from your bedroom and then to a stage and... Hunt. Yeah, kids can probably relate to you from, like, even when they listen to this, but you're thinking, like, you're a scouser and you, you, you can do it, so, like, we can do it as listen, well. Listen, anyone, look, I could, you can do it. Anyone can do it. It's the same with anything, though. If you've, if you've got the mentality that you're going you're gonna to smash something, mm. you can do it. Yeah. Like, people go to the gym who are 30 stone and think, I'm going to smash this gym now and I'm going to be 15 stone in two years. Yeah. Mm. And you see, you know what I mean? You can do anything, you can do anything like that. That's what I'm saying. People have been terrified. People are scared to take the leap, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I I didn't really have nothing going for me, so I was like, "What's the fucking what's the worst that can happen?" Yeah. I'm working mm-hmm. in a shit job, so and I've got no GCSE. I haven't got a GCSE to my name, so like. But most kids can relate to that, though. Not yeah. not everyone like enjoys school and that. I never. I was. I'm pretty like, not clever, but like I'm like and I'm like a no bit, know what I mean? But like I've never really been one to sit in a class for for an hour and. Mm. Concentrate, whereas I can sit on my laptop for ten hours, no problem. Yeah. So it's just other people vary, know what I mean? But there's different types of intelligence, isn't it? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's what. But some kids can't sit in a class and get taught, can they? Some people, like even like people in play football. I played with kids in football who were dyslexic, can't add up numbers and shit like that. Mm. But they can knock a ball, and yeah. and that's yeah. all. Know what I mean? So it's just different things. But yeah, 
Have we got any more questions then before we finish up? Yeah, we always finish on what's your favourite pint? Uh, Peroni. Peroni. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a solid choice Peroni, though. Yeah. It's every, I think loads of scousers just drink Peroni, don't they, anyway? Loads of people like Guinness, you know. Guinness? Most people, yeah, that oh. have been on here, like. Yeah, I'd say that's the most popular answer. Guinness is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nah, that's not me, that Peroni. Like, I've, I don't Peroni. You know what, I've never even tried a Guinness, I'm just... Just doesn't know. doesn't appeal to me. Just oh no, it just doesn't look nice. It looks dead thick and that. It's like oh no, thanks. No looks like oil. Yeah. Looks like car oil. <laughs> yeah, Peroni. Peroni is my favourite pint. Just thanks very much for yeah, that. Nice, nice one. Worries, lad. Nice one. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. We hope you enjoyed it. Nice one.